you guys so much. Hey, how about worship today? Hallelujah. I'm sweaty mess right now. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord. And we're going to continue. Actually, we're going to wrap up today this series called Hashtag Whiteboard Preach. It's been a series dealing with a, a whiteboard of just stuff I've had in my office for a long time. Permission, if you give me, give it to me. I'm going to erase that after today's sermon and start afresh and anew, because I believe God's got a new word for us and there's something new that he's doing. Amen. And so, uh, but we've been in this series talking about just some downloads, some things that God's been giving me over really a long time just on, and I throw things up on the board and just kind of let it resonate and simmer for a few moments. And God's been giving us some, some messages. And so if you've missed any of them over the last few weeks and because of travels or whatever, uh, we know that, 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 or you need to know that it's online and you can listen and, and, uh, and catch up for those of you that are traveling today, catching the last weekend away before school starts for so many of us, we're Honored to have you watching wherever you are today from, you know, Bull Verde to Minnesota. I know we got folks watching in Michigan and, and what have you and, and even Indonesia. In fact, our pastors in Indonesia, can we just shout them out right now and, and clap their hands and listen, we've, uh, we are just honored that you're here and we pray that, Hey, listen, if it, so many new, new people visiting with us today, we're honored to have you, but you need to know something today. The reason we do what we do and we bounce and get loud and, and yell and holler and lift our hands is, listen, everything is about Jesus here, okay? Listen, and, and, and I know in a day and an age, it's real easy for us to sit around and become a critic and think, oh, that's just show and flash. I'm just going to let you know that what you see here is the real deal from this team. And, and, and you need to know that everything we do is to hopefully introduce people and draw people to the one who's worthy of it all. We started this series with this. The very first thing I said, we're going to keep the main thing, the main thing, and that is Jesus Christ. Okay. Listen, this is his house. You are his people. You belong to him. And we want to make sure that we point you towards him and lead you towards the one that you've been created by and the one you've been created for. Amen. Hallelujah. Students, we are excited about school for you. And I want, want to let you guys know that Pastor Mark and, and his wife, Hope, are incredible scholars and students. If you need a tutor at any time, just we're going to put their number up on the whiteboard today so you can call them. They work best between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. That was their prime peak out. Just kidding. We're glad that you guys are here today. Last week, I shared a message with you that, that I hope um, um, broke some chains and set some people free because I shared with you last week that, 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 that you are needed. And I shared with you that there is something inside of you that the world around you needs. There's something that needs to be unlocked within you. There is a contribution for every one of you in this room and those of you that are watching us online. There's a contribution for you to make. Amen. Let it out. God wants to use you to, to be salt and light. You remember that? He wants to use you to be salt and light. It's time to get out of the shaker. It's time for us to influence and make a difference for the King of Kings. Are you with me today? 11 o'clock. Well, today I kind of want to piggyback off of that and maybe go just a little bit deeper because not only do, do, do I believe there's a contribution for you to make, and you need to know that you are needed, but I also want you to know today that you are known. Known. You're known. Did I spell that correctly? 
I, I, do, do y'all remember um, uh, a, a TV show that, that the, the intro song went something like this? Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Whoa. You want to go where you, <laughs> you want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Now, for those of you from my generation, you understand that that was the theme song for a show called Cheers. A show that centered around a, a bar somewhere in Boston in which we saw week after week, normally the same customers walk in and, and begin to vent, maybe share celebrations, maybe discuss life issues, but it all centered around this place of, of being known. A place where, well, there might have been some jokes hurled at one another from time to time, but regardless, they kept showing back and we kept watching week after week. Did we not? Listen, for those of you of the younger generation, you need to understand something about ours. There was a time in which if you missed the TV show, there was no rewatching it. You couldn't rewind the tape. There was not, it's going to show up on Hulu in two hours later or no, if you missed it, you missed it. Come on. We, we used to set our schedules around our favorite TV programs, right? Come on. You guys know on Friday, on Thursday night, it was about friends, right? Come on. And you never missed it. Child's got to have an appendectomy. No, not on Thursday night. It's friends night. If you missed it, you missed it, right? Bleed to death. We don't care, but it's about, but these guys all showed up. It was a place where they could come in and bring their baggage, yes, but it was a place in which they could be known. Listen, I don't think that that has expired since that sitcom has now gone off of, 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 of regular airtime. I believe that we still live in a culture today, and I believe that every one of you listening today still would say, you know, deep down inside, I desire to be known. Are you known? Do people really know you? Now, listen, I want to thank you guys for participating today. And, and this is going to go really well in 11 o'clock because of the signs and things that you just did. But I want to ask you if you can turn the house lights up for just a little bit, because today when you came in, we asked every one of you to put on a name tag. I even put one on as well. We put a name tag on. Hey, isn't it good for people to know our name? Your parents gave it to you for a reason. Some of you, your name means something. There's some significance. Some of you know the meaning behind it. Some of you might have been named after a family member. I almost was, and it would have been a disaster. You see, my dad was named after his father and my dad wanted to name me after him. So that would have made me the third. My name would have been this Ernest Lee Brown, the third Ernest. And I'm so glad that in God's grand scheme and design for my life and that my mom was so courageous that, uh, uh, we're not going to name this kid that. And listen, I know I was short and fat and I had no hair on my head. It's kind of like how I am today, right? You, you return to the grave the way you, anyway, uh, uh, but, but they didn't, they named me Jason. My name means healer. I don't know if you know what your name means, but today we've all put a name tag on 
Because today I want us to feel like in an environment, if there is any environment in our communities across the world today that we ought to be known the most and feel the safest and the most accepted and welcome and encouraged, would it not be the house of the Lord? I don't know if there were any churches around that bar called Cheers or what in Boston, but listen, I just know that what God desires most when we gather in this place is that we be a place where we welcome one another and where we can truly be known. So here's what we're going to do today. And I know that you guys have got this in you. I've put name tags on it. Well, I haven't, but you have, we've got name tags on everybody. And I want us to pause in this, in this message today. And I want us to practice getting to know one another. Some of y'all are going, this was a bad idea. I knew we could have gone to the Lutheran church today, but we went to this one. It'll be okay, I promise. It'll be okay. But I want you to find somebody that you don't know. You're gonna know them because they've got a name tag on. And, and I want you to make sure you introduce yourself. And I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to share with them whatever you want them to know about you. Now, don't lie. We're in church. Don't make stuff up. This is not hiding behind a keyboard on social media and putting filters over your face and making you look like you're all good. No, no, we're the real and the raw, okay? But I want us to stand. We've got some, I think, some good music that's probably very fitting and appropriate. And I'm gonna give you 30 seconds for one person to share and then you're gonna switch and the next person's gonna share. Are you ready? Let's stand. Let's get to know somebody. Come on, church. Okay, you need to switch. Let the other person talk. It's not all about you. Keep that music going. Where you at? There you go. Hey, that's great. You guys can have a seat now. Thank you for being here. Okay. Okay, you can stop talking now. You can stop having fun at church. You're not supposed to have fun. It's, I love this. I love it. How many of you met somebody new today? Did you like them? Jock, did you like who you met? It's okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, isn't it good just to be known? Isn't it great just to have, if just for a brief 60 seconds, to get to know and engage with somebody else? Listen, I believe every one of us long for that. In fact, I would go as far as to tell you this. You were created to be known. In fact, we, 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 we know that God, I believe that God created all of us, first of all, so, so that we can know him, but that we could be known by him and by others as well. 
You know, we use a passage oftentimes at many weddings, a, a minister will stand up and say, it was not good for man to be alone. And so God created a helper. We know a woman, right? That Hebrew word is azer. It means that she was a completer. You see, even in this grand scheme of something so beautiful known as the Garden of Eden, God looked at Adam and said, you know what? There's gotta be something more. There's something missing for him. He needed someone to have relationship with. Guys, listen, I believe that one of God's greatest plans and desires for you is that we would be people that could be known, known by those around us. We are known by him. Spoiler alert, you're gonna see that in just a few minutes, but that we have relationship with other people. Now, listen, I know for some of you, what I just <laughs> forced you to do, isn't it just like a preacher? Come on, stand up. And <laughs> I know for some of you that was uncomfortable. Because you know what happens? A lot of us struggle with being known because, well, we, 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 build, we oftentimes build a wall up in our lives that keep us and restricts us from being known because of, well, just life. So some of us bring some past hurts, do we not? You know, I was transparent. I, I, I truly put myself out there with someone in the past. I, I, I made efforts and I reached out and we hung out. And, and you know what? It came back to bite me. And for some of you right now, you, you struggle with being known and you're, you're building walls up and keeping people from truly knowing you because you bring some past hurts or pains. Some of you, 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 you won't ever love again because, because you've been hurt by that. I just don't know if I could ever be in love. I don't know if I could ever put myself out there again. And listen, I'm not trying to make a lot of it. That is very real. I get it. All of us can probably recall a time in which we felt like we were so close with someone, but then something happened and, and you know what? Well, it just, it didn't work out and we, that's supposed to be a broken heart. You get it. Okay. So we carry those things. So we build these walls up. I'm not going to let anybody in. Why would I do that? It hurt me. I, I, it, 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 it's too painful. And I don't want to go there again. But I think if we're all honest, every one of us in the room say, you know what? I would just like to have a friend. I just wish there was someone that, that I could truly be known by without fear of repercussions of judgment or then putting my mess out on social media. Oh, we do that, don't we? why some of you go to great lengths and extremes. I said it just a few minutes. You go to great lengths and extremes to kind of, kind of masquerade who you really are inside. You take a photo and you're going to put every filter that Insta has so that you're going to make yourself look good, right? And you're going to make yourself sound good behind the keyboard, but, but only to have somebody meet you live and in person for that first date. And they're like, Ugh, I didn't sign up for this guy. Your profile picture looked a little bit different. We're like that, are we not? We masquerade a lot. We put masks on. We are afraid to let people see them. We're afraid of being known. Well, I'm glad you're here today because I wanna, I wanna try to, if I can, set you free today. And, and I'm not trying to, to, to discredit the past hurts or pains or relationships that have, have gone awry, but, but, but I, I hope today that somehow through the, through the reading of God's Word and looking, are y'all okay with the Bible? I want to look at God's word and see somehow that maybe there might just be some, some freedom for someone in the house today. Maybe you can move towards healing here today. Again, I want you to know that you've been created with a purpose. We talked about that. 
and, and, and you've been created personally as well. There will never be another you. You are unique. This room today is filled and those watching on, there's so much diversity, but listen, it's okay. That's the beautiful thing when we all come together with our uniqueness, even we're diverse, there's different ethnicities, there's different skill sets. And when we come together, something beautiful, that's why, I, I just think that's, that's the purpose of creation. Amen. When I read to you, there's a passage of scripture that for long has stood out in my life. It's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible when it comes to this idea of being known. I gotta be honest with you. I grew up in a day and a time. It's not like different than this time, but, but, but in which I, I felt like my, my acceptance and my being welcomed into groups came based on my performance. Anybody relate to that? Come on, some of you know what I'm talking about because even today you try to, you try to put on a, a front or a, you try to perform a certain way. And as long as we perform and as long as we look right, as long as we seem to have it all together, what happens? Well, people seem to welcome us more, do they not? This passage here in, in Psalm chapter 139 for me has long been a, a chapter that just reminds me of, well, I'm this, I'm known. That I can be known I think David probably writes this as we know, oftentimes most of the Psalms were written in, in some deep, dark times in the psalmist's life. There were also many Psalms in which he's exuberant and he's praising God and thankful and all that. Aren't you glad that we're not the only people where life seems to be ups and downs? <laughs> it's okay. And, and listen, for someone right now, if you're down, it's okay. Don't fake it. Don't act like it's all together. It's okay, guys, for us to be transparent. So, you know, I don't have my mess together. And I, I, I think in Psalm chapter one, let me, can I just, let me just read God's word to you. Beginning in verse one, it says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know, when I sit down or stand up, you, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away, you, you, you see me when I travel and, and when I rest at home, you know, everything I do. Wow. That's kind of scary. Is it not? Come on. We might be good about pulling one over on another human being, but make no mistake about it. You can't fool God. He knows if you're dialed in right now, listening, or if you're thinking about hungry horse, <laughs> He knows if he, he knows what's happening right now. The psalmist says, you, you know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and, and you follow me. You, you place your hand of, hey, what kind of hand is he placing on our head? Blessing. Why do we curse people then? If God places a hand of blessing, what gives us the right to curse? Wow. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. God, you're too great for me to understand. I was going to stop right there. You, you, listen, d d d despite me and despite all my junk and funk, here's what I love about this. God sees me and God loves me. Can somebody hear that today? Because you might be struggling and wrestling in this moment. The, the, does anybody really care? And, and does anybody really love me? I want you to know there is one. His name is God, the creator of all things. 
And I hope you caught what I just said a few minutes ago. He is wanting to lay a hand of blessing over you. Listen, I I pray for every one of you in this room that you walk in the favor and the blessing of God. I I pray for even greater anointing. I pray for greater revelation of God on your life. Listen, God knows you. He sees you and he loves you. And check this out. I pray that we would become a people that reciprocate that back to him. Do you know God? He knows you. He knows every word you're going to say. He knows what's about to come out of your mouth. He knows what you're thinking. Oh, and look what verse seven says. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. How comforting is that to know that God is with us? Wow. He's with us. We use a word at Christmas time, one of his names. This is really hieroglyphics now. That says Emmanuel. But I'm just so dadgum excited to tell you about him that I did not take time to write it correctly. But he's with us. Come on, is that not great to know that despite what I might do in my life, anybody make a poor decision this week? Let me see your hands. Thank you. So I'm in good company here, right? Anybody say something you wish? Oh man, I wish I could take that back. Anybody put your foot in your mouth this week, right? Excuse me, ma'am. When's your baby due? I'm not pregnant. Yeah. You ever wish you could take stuff back? What I love about God is that, listen, there is nothing I could say or do to make him one, love me any more. Number two, love me any less. He's with me. He sees me. He loves me. He knows me. He knows the plans for my life, the future that he has. Listen, I just love that I can be known by him. What better person is there? And so today, can we just start right there with that, that God knows you and he sees you? And listen, who else is there better to have in life than God on your side? Come on. The one who spoke everything into existence, he knows me and he sees me. Jesus would use an illustration one day talking to people like, if he cares for the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, do you not think that he cares more for you? Somebody be encouraged by that today. Because it might look in your life right now that people, how many of you know people can be Squirrely. That's a nice word. We're in church. I don't, I don't want to say what I really wanted to say, but some of you may feel like right now that instead of people running to you, they're running from you. The encouragement that I have when I read Psalms 139 is that there is nothing I can do to escape from his presence. He's always with us. Look what it says in verse 13. He says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Now, let me just stop real quick. Listen, your mom and dad had a role in your creation, but there was someone that had a greater role. That's why we believe at this house that life is precious and it's worth it. Okay. 
Thank you, he says, for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. Oh, my gosh. Hey, if somebody starts talking trash about you this week, say, you're not going to amount to anything. Or if they don't pick you in the school play yard, playground yard to be on their team. Hey, I just want you to know what, what your creator says. <laughs> You're marvelous. You're worth something. how well I know what the psalmist says. Your workmanship is marvelous. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts? Come on, what are God's thoughts towards you? What's the word? They're precious. Even when I screw up and let him down, precious. Even when I don't measure up to, oh, so-and-so, even when I don't do it the right way, even when I don't have my junk all together, you're precious to me. Come on, that ought to be freeing for somebody right now. His thoughts about you are precious. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains. Are you beginning to see this guys? You mean something to the father. God always knows what's going on in your life. He's there with you. He sees you. He loves you. He's present with you. He will not leave you. That's why it's so hard for us to wrap our minds around that because you know why we're not like God. This is great. We know what his word says. We know these things that he, but listen, it is so hard for us as humans. Is it not? It's hard when somebody goes on a rant about you. It's, it's hard when your kid is mistreated or looked over. It's hard when others are being promoted and, and celebrating. It's just hard. Listen, it is hard. And so oftentimes the disconnect that we have with God's love and view towards us is because we as humans do not love and view people and treat people the way that he treats us. Am I talking to somebody right now? But what if it was the same way? Could somehow as the people of God, could we somehow take the word of God to heart and could we become more like him? See, that's the beauty of this thing called the church. Today, you walked in, there's a lot of situations represented in this room. Some of you today, life is good, right? But for some of you right now, you're like, man, I'm struggling. For some of you right now, you say, you know what? I'm the life of the party. Some of you are like, man, I just wish somebody gave a rip. For some of you today, you say, you know what? Yeah, I do feel known. In fact, I can't wait for you to shut up so I can go get with my homies and we go do something today, right? But for the rest of you, you're like, man, I just wish that somebody would care. I'm waiting for the phone to call. I'm waiting for the, hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee? Who would I reach out to in a time of need? I get it. I get it. But here's the challenge for us as the church today. Can we become like our creator, God? Could, 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 could somehow we understand that he loves us, he sees us, that he's for us, that he, he desires, he, he longs for us? Can we somehow, church, 
become more like that? Could we somehow be a part of creating a culture where that was present versus, hey, do you hear about him? Hey, do you, do you know what she did? Could we somehow be that place? The local bar's got it figured out. But could the church rise up and take its place in our culture once again? To be that place where we care for one another and we receive one another. We pray for and we encourage and we spur one another on. And by the way, check this out. You need this thing called the church. See, when a church is functioning and operating the way that God calls it to be, listen, this ought to be a place in which you can't wait to get to, to where you can pray with one another, encourage each other, serve together, where we can lift our hands and just be who God's. I love that about the Acts church. It says they met together. These people met together daily. They were for each other. Could that be this house? I pray that for every house across our community, that's what God envisioned when he created us, that we know one another. You know, we, 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 we do our best to try to give you opportunities and, and we're not gonna put name tags on you every week. Some of you going, I cannot believe y'all made me do that. Today. So silly. Well, we, we're not gonna do it every week, I promise you, okay? Um, but, but, but we do try to create some other opportunities. You heard Pastor Angie say something about neighbor nights. Why do we do that? It's because we're bored on Sunday night. Football's not on yet. No, that's not why we're doing it. We're trying to give you opportunities to connect with people and get to know one another. That's why we have silent disco and we dance and look silly, right? That's why we play games and uh, it's just, it's just we, we're trying to connect you. Hey, that's why we offer groups around here for you to study the word of God and go a little bit deeper, but also not only connect with him, get to know him, but we want you to get to know people you're seated around this morning encouraging one another. That's why we offer service opportunities. Today, you're going to have another opportunity to connect with a team of people. Oh man, to be a part of a tribe, to be a part of a dream team, helping us push forward and build the kingdom of God together. But listen, it's all up to you. Do you want to be known? Well, if you do, you're going to have to start chipping away Letting God and the Holy Spirit do a work in you and start chipping away and brick by brick, start tearing down some of these walls that you've constructed. Oh yeah, the enemy's had a field day with you, but I want you to know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He is able to destroy any stronghold, any bondage, any chain that's got a hold of you and he can set you free. If you wanna be known, you gotta take a step to be known. Y'all want to sing together today? Do we have a song? Is it a good one? Hey, let's do this then. And I want to invite you to stand and I want to pray. And listen, our ministry team at the end of this song is just going to come and Pastor Allen will dismiss us at the end of this song today. But I just simply want to pray. God, I pray for the person that feels unknown. They feel like they're invisible, that no one cares. Lord, I pray that they would understand that right now in this moment that you see them and that you're for them. God, that you've got great plans and purpose for their lives. And God, I pray that in, in this house, you would 
stir us and awaken us to the reality that we are to be like you. Lord, it's the way you treat us and the way you feel about us and think towards us. God, that is the same desire that you have for your people, Lord. You're the same God. You can do it. And I pray that you would move in this moment, Holy Spirit.